everybody loves the five love languages or has tried the five love languages and people get so wrapped up in abusing them. Why people stay together for the kids and it's not what you think. Why men are not leading in their home. I'm Cass. And I'm Catherine. Not so obvious ways to get the sex back. So when you dated your husband in the beginning, did you ever answer the door with your hair all crazy? We're moral marriage. Let's flip divorce statistics with the new marriage. Welcome to the Moral Marriage Podcast. And today we got a good one for you because man alive, everybody loves the five love languages or has tried the five love languages and people get so wrapped up in abusing them. I'm going to start there. Do you know where I'm going with this? Um, no, I don't. Our German Shepherd just opened up the door and let herself in. So I'm going to just close that. She's a smart cookie. Hi, she Lucy. is. All right. So the five love languages, if you don't know them, a man named Gary Chapman wrote a book and now there's like, I want to say like 85 books applying the five love languages. Um, and they were a communication tool. They are a communication tool. So you can understand what your love language is, i.e. how your partner can show you. How you receive. That's right. Love. That, that's right. And then you would understand your partner and show your partner and so that they can receive the love from you. But you're, you're using the language that each of you understand. Now, here's the reason why I have a massive problem with the love languages is because I cannot tell you how many hundreds of times I have heard somebody complain about how, well, I always do my wife's love language and she never uses mine. I'm physical touch. Yeah, because she doesn't want to touch you, you idiot. You're gross. She's not attracted. I know I've been there. I'm not calling you out because I'm looking down on you. I'm calling you out because you got to understand where you're at in your marriage, okay? And here's the problem. If you're already going at it like you need to take care of me, well, then you're not coming from a giving aspect. You're not coming from a loving aspect. You're coming from a, hey, I'll do the love language thing if you give me mine. Yeah, I'll do it if you do it. That's right which means you're not showing love at all. You're showing selfishness, not selflessness, which means you're giving to get, Cobra Contract. Scroll back down the list from the podcast episodes and go listen to that one ASAP. Here's the thing. Love language, love languages by Gary Chapman, they have wonderful intention. Let's run through them. People probably don't even know what they are. All right, so mine is words of affirmation. Yeah. Yours is physical touch. So mm -hmm. you have a top love language, but then they get ranked. That's right. So those are the, the two that are most prevalent with us. Quality time, gifts, and acts of service. That's right. And I also, I'm strong affirmations, but you've learned. Like, Catherine will, like, run across the room. To, so she might say, oh, baby, I'm so proud of you. That's such a great job you did with whatever, X, Y, Z, you know? And then she'll realize and she'll go, because it's not natural for her. She's not a physical touch as a primary language. So she'll be like, you can almost see her like thinking, stopping. Oh, dead. like oh darn! I'll run across the room and I'll be like, "Honey, I'm so proud of you." And she, yeah, she'll so rub good. me, touch my face. He hears whatever. it yeah. when I touch him and I say it. That's right. But if he touches me and say it, then I don't hear it. She shuts down. I like, just why like, are yeah, I just yeah. want to hear it? Stop touching me. And it's physical touch is my primary, but not hers. So I, if I start saying, "Oh, baby, that's so amazing! I'm so excited about your new dog," she's probably like, "Why are you petting me? You can pet the new dog." <laughs> <laughs> okay, right? You work so hard to get the new dog would be the actual affirmation, right? And so here's the thing. So the love languages are so, so, so valid. But the first thing you need to understand, if you want to use love languages, you're using them to show your love in a way that your partner understands. Please stop using them to get your needs met. It's not how it works. Now, when your partnership, again, go listen to that episode on Cobra Contracts. When your partnership and you feel the love, okay, you both feel it in the connection that Catherine was talking about in the last episode. 
then it's going to be more obvious. Like I said, she's bolting across the room to come make sure that I feel what she's telling me. Okay. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. So can I just yeah, add to please, that? Go. And please be ready to have a different love language than your partner. So it's, it's going to be a little bit of work. I have to constantly remind myself that if I want to show him the love that he needs, the way he's going to receive it, I have to touch him. Mm -hmm. I have to. I have to remind myself it's work for me. It's not hard work. It's not like it's I'm. It's just not natural. It's not natural. Yeah. You have to set your intention to do it because otherwise you'll naturally you're going to gravitate to speaking the love language the way that you receive it. And guys, this is not something like. Or I should say not speaking. I said speaking because using. I'm words of affirmation. Yeah, using. Yeah, using. Yeah. This is really important to understand. I'm glad you brought it up, honey, because no matter what we teach you, some of it is going to be cognitive. This would be a really good example. But a lot of the things, cognitive means like you learn it and you just copy it, okay? But a lot of the things that you learn and you copy, you will ultimately adopt. It will become more natural. Mm -hmm. In all of our experience, this would be one that I would say is not, because it's so inherently you know what your love language is deep down inside, right? You feel it. That's how you feel love. It's not something that is natural. It doesn't it stays cognitive? You have to think about it in order to do it's it. It's a really good way to you look know? at it. Yeah. That, well, thank you, honey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really good way to. Look there at it is. <laughs> if you were if you were just listening, not watching, I was waiting for her to touch to say it. <laughs> yeah, and I did. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. See, sometimes it takes me a minute. That's right. All of us, and that's why I thought it was such a valid point you brought up because this is something that no matter. I always say in the reset, you you as you become a lord, you will replace bad habits with the right skills. This is something that will always be a habit that you have to work on. I believe, and maybe I'll be wrong down the road. Maybe we'll get so good at this. You can get, you but, can definitely get better at it. There was yeah. a time when I never would have recognized that mm -hmm. I didn't do it right. Now that was like what three second turnaround. That's yeah, I that's, still had to do it twice. I still did it wrong. <laughs> Thought was there. It's okay. Yeah, we're not. Nobody's perfect except for my wife and, and my husband. Okay, so here's <laughs> the next thing about the love languages is that um, I've got a whole system that I want to talk to you guys. About. I call it the real five, but. Um, the most important thing I think you need to understand with the love languages is if you have the best intention at heart, you can't really go wrong. The moment you start to use them in order to serve yourself, you are not serving your partner. You're, 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 you wasted your time taking the quiz online. I think it's fivelovelanguages.com. Um, you wasted your time trying to communicate with your partner. Like you, you really, and then here's, if you think along the lines of wasting your time, here's where you start to really screw it up. So Catherine has words of affirmation. If I think back to all the times that I trashed her, that I told her all the things she did wrong, uh, all the reasons that she was messing up, that undermines every single bit of love and affirmation that I share with her. Every bit. Because if she's words of affirmation, negative outweighs positive. And so what does she hear? She hears how I don't like her. You know? And so I think that you guys all need to be hyper aware of Negative outweighs the positive, unfortunately. You had an episode where you're like, because it's supposed to be seven positives, outweigh one negative, and you're like, in marriage, it's like 700. Yeah. You know? So you have to understand, like, so if you have a partner who's quality time, okay, but you literally come home grumpy every single day because work is hard, happens for a lot of men. I know it. I talk to you guys, and I'm like that. You're like, oh, I have to turn it around, right? Provide the structure, go listen to that response. Like, here's the thing. You just undermine all the love and affection that she feels because you literally are a bitch ass, boring person, grumpy as fuck. Like that—that's not quality time. That's not quality time in any Sounds way, like title shape, of a book. or form. Well, that let's write it. So, <laughs> acts of service. All the times that you don't do Can anything. We just 
that yeah. for a second. Can you guys hear the squeaky voice? <laughs> hey, Goose. The Goose. German Shepherd that Drop. let herself in. She lets herself in and out however she pleases. And she has a squeaky toy that she's playing with over there. Well, I, I didn't even hear because I'm so in tune with this conversation. Mm. Um, you listen so well. So you got to stop touching her when I said it. <laughs> See that? All right. So, yeah. Where was it? Access service. Access service. So if you are constantly doing things, but if you do it with an ulterior motive, for example, Right, that's not access service. Or if you complain about it every time that you do it, fine, I'll do this. If it's right? a burden on you, like if you wash your wife's car and you talk about how were you, yeah. you talk about how difficult it was, or you know you're changing the tires and you talk about how you just like just so hard about on you. Oh my gosh, the bugs were so dirty. Yeah, you're you're like, negating the act of service. Yeah, and so I guess the the real lesson i really want you to understand with five love languages mostly for the for the bulk of this episode is you're using them wrong you're wasting your time and you're so focused on you in all of those examples that you're not moving your marriage forward it's a very ineffective although could be effective communication tool that's what i think yeah agreed so i teach the real five i don't know if you know this the stacking Oh yeah, you would know it because you've seen content on social media and stuff. But <laughs> and because you're my husband, so you use that. <laughs> but I don't know if you. Want to I've put seen those... you on social media. You look really familiar to me. <laughs> I could swear I know you. I, I meant like if you didn't put thought like into the. <laughs> I know you meant just so hilarious. <laughs> oh man, my oh, wife's my hilarious. Husband. Okay, so <laughs> so you stack them, right? So let's say you're. Spouse... You have to stack the right ones, though. It, yeah, it's okay. Notice so... how I didn't like to be touched and complimented. That's right. Don't stack those two the, for me. For, well, the first thing is there's two ways to stack them. One would be that you you, you know your partner's actual first love, love languages, right? So if we go with words of affirmation and quality time, okay? So we can talk about or we can turn words of affirmation into something special, right? So she doesn't like to be touched, but what if you turned it into a dance, right? What if you had a good time like this? I feel like celebrating, you know, because of something that she's achieved. Right, so you give the affirmation, and then you say, "Let's celebrate," and you turn that into what? Let's go turn into a dance. Oh, let's make some dinner together. Let's let's go have quality time. Okay, that makes sense. Yep. Okay, um, if you're, uh, let's say, oh, let's let's go with gifts and physical touch. Why not? Mm -hmm. All right. So you put something on the nightstand, your wife's favorite things. Okay, and. You so you've got gifts there, but then you give her a massage right after. That could be extra service. Even but something really simple as grabbing her hand and telling her, "Hey, honey, I bought something for you." Yep, oh, that's physical true. touch, true. and then there's a gift right there. Whatever they whatever they are, take the top two. So take the test. Have your partner take the test. Really look at the numbers because <clears throat> I think they get ranked, and you get numbers for each mm -hmm. of the five. Look at them because the top two are important, but if the third one is really close to the to the other ones, it could be like all three could be interchangeable, which that's good for you. If you have somebody that has three of them and you could kind of rotate them. Yeah. Especially the higher they are together, it's easier for you to. Yeah. The more, the more um, space between them, the, the more you'll know what to use because if one is at the very bottom, like let's say your wife or your husband just does not like gifts and ranks a zero. Well, then you know that you don't actually probably have to get gifts for Christmas. You plan something that's quality time. If quality time is high, don't buy her anything. Maybe she does not want anything. Mm -hmm. And I'm just saying that's an example if she's like a zero. Yeah, that's right. So that's one way. Okay. And then the next way would be like, it's a great way to come up with creative ideas for just hanging out for those dates in the last episode we were talking about. So you can do it. Like I'll use the dinner example that we just talked about, where maybe you're making dinner. So you're doing quality time. 
uh, but you're using that time. So I won't go with words of affirmation, but you're using that time to say also, cause she's acts of service to throw in, Hey babe, you go relax, listen to some music, have your wine. I'm going to take care of the kitchen. You know, you would probably say, no, 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 get over here. We're hanging out. But the mm -hmm. point is or, that it's there you know, and then you be in the was, kitchen later. Yeah, if it was acts yeah. of service and quality time, you could cook the dinner and have your partner sitting at the bar as you're talking. So you're having quality time Yeah, true. Yeah. while one person's making the dinner and one person gets to relax. That's right. So you just take, take the top two or three, pair them up and figure out what you can do with those two. Have some fun with it. Mm -hmm. Okay. It can be more of a guideline and not as a as a rule for you to be loved okay then you'll find again this more the more you get together comfortable loving partnership more equals together together <laughs> happier will be <laughs> the, the point is that you'll you'll have a lot more fun with the love languages using them normally properly than using them however as a it cobra is, contract yeah. trying to get the, the love that you need mm -hmm. all right guys we'll see you next time see you